Welcome to Critical Ditto, the Pokemon role-playing podcast run by us and loved, loved by you. My name's Stuart. Big energy this week, Stuart. I am running the game. I'm the GM, the game's master, and I'm just feeling very hype because I am a technical wizard. I, <laughs> if you throw a tech problem at me, by gum, I will fix it because I'm a master. And speaking of masters, Pokemon masters, I have some with me. The first of which is Ali Hill. Please introduce yourself. Who, who are you playing? What are you doing? Thanks, Stu. Um, I'm just trying to reconfigure my V-L-A-N. Is that an acronym used? Your, your flan. Stu- your flan. Yeah, my You're trying flan. trying to make a flan. A Russian flan. A flan. <laughs> but it's a <laughs> Russian flan. Yes, it's a Russian flan. My flan. Helping me with my failed attempt at cooking, Kenny Mullet, the empathetic yet haunted young man on a quest to find out more about his weird poker powers and the progress he is making, even if it's not quite the progress he would like to have made. Helping him in this quest is a Decidueye called Bowtie, a Gyarados called Moustache, a Salandit called Hoops, a Honchka called Fedora, a Spiritoon called Swirly, Galvantula called Fleek, and a Kamoo called King Thrush. And I thought I was going to do that in one fell swoop, but I had to stumble halfway through. David, introduce yourself. Speaking of one fell swoop, I don't know where this is going, but I, with the wings of a phoenix and the technological skills of a Neanderthal, it is I, David Leavesley, the person being carried upon the backs of three far more technically wizardous human beings than myself. I will be playing the equally Philistinial, Philistinial? Philistines. Wizardus? Is Wizardus is great. If I'm, I'm is... saying Wizardus. I love Wizardus. Wizardus. The equally like wizardous and equally philistinial. <laughs> Just inventing words like I'm inventing gender constructs. Uh, I am playing the wizardous and philistinial Theo, a former priest of the church of Sloking and or Slaslow, depending on who says it and what episode, who is on a journey to discover more about the King's Rock. And on Theo's team, in the main active team, we have Medicham, we have Swadloon, we have Barbarical, and we have Togekiss. And on the side, we have a much maligned Kabuto and Jason the Combi, plus a Slowpoke. On the subject of tech wizards, tech black mages, tech white mages, tech sorceresses, Tom Dale, what's what's going on over there? What what crazy left field addition to this? Do you again, have? you've you've made that error there because I, I, I again I'm surrounded by technical technical wizards of all colours, but I am actually a. I'm a technically wizened. I am actually mm. so old and sad and tired from tech that I've become a wizened <laughs> raisin now that tech has made me. Speaking of wizened characters, I am playing the role of Brandy, who is the former cheerleader of the Pokemon champion and now on a quest to get her dad to not be a Celio. Or is her quest now to ensure that Kenny defeats Frey at whatever mm. cost? On Brandy's team are... Wimpy the Lopany, Gary the Drapion, Snorleone the Munchlax, Dr. Bunnelby the Bunnelby, Flower the Meltan, and Lightning McQueen the Carcoal. And then I pass back, I, I suppose as we're all on the corners of our summoning circle, our technical magical circle, um, Stu, would you like to lead us in the final chant? Hmm. Uh, mainframe. Mainframe. Plan. I- is this where I point out that a VLAN is actually degrees. a thing? So I was right the whole time. Just yes, Ali, that's good. That's part of the chant. Yes, yes. VLAN was right. Cheese. Smugness. Technical wizards. Smugness. Technical wizards. A previous please. Previously, please. Previously, what happened time. last time? I remember. Time. I'm old enough. Previously on Digital Quitto. No, wait. Hang on, no, wait, let me do it again. 
Brandy, caught between Heron and Bash in the skirmish of the century. Gary the Skaroopy is out and is facing down a dragon rush. How would we yes. like yes. a drapion? Do it! How would we like a drapion? As the four heads are bickering at each other to get off, Gary just takes a big chomp on all of them. Enough to take down the high dragon. <laughs> no, we end this now. I am better than her. Theo, you see Margot of the Elite Four. I know exactly how malevolent you are, and I know exactly how malevolent I can be, so either you can try and fight me to get to Kenneth Mullet, or you can run away. Theo, you have defeated an Elite Four member. I vibes. I vibe vibing. <laughs> Margot is gone. Kenneth Mullet, you entered Dora's Mind Palace, and you see Dora in an incredibly pleasant time of her life, a memory from the past. And from that scene has emerged a dark version of yourself. We have the power to give everyone their own mind palace, their own version of the world that is perfect. Would I have the ability to take her out of this mind palace? Because she's comatose in real life. Black Ikri Ken starts to dissolve as we start to see the Pokemon that has lurked within Kenny's mind palace, within his Pokepowers, all this time, Cresalia. Why were you saying what you just said about trapping Dora in a dream? Keep using this word, Kenny, trapped. It's for all of our own good. The Mind Palace can be whatever you want it to be. Why, why are you so attached to a broken world? If you want to undo this, you're going to have to defeat me. And if you defeat me, I think you lose your powers. That's your choice, Kenny. Free your sister from this trapped hellscape I've supposedly put her in. But in doing so, you remove your ability to help anyone else in this world. Every poker-powered person needs me. There's still going to be people who don't know how to control their powers, and if I don't have them, how can I save them? You're not right, Cresselia, but I do need you. So, here we are. Gents, back in Comover Town, the site of what has turned out to be a rather eventful afternoon in the sleepy farmyard town. We've had epic league trainers descend on Comover. We've had a festival of Kenny Doos. We've had Kenny disappearing into his sister's mind palace. But where we cut in today is within the pub. The pub once had a name, it no longer has a name. The name was stripped, destroyed. The sign was destroyed in this epic battle which Brandy has been fighting alone against Heron and Bash, two incredibly powerful league trainers whom you all had met in the Frenzy Plant Tree and had actually become special defenders with you. There's a history, that's right, there's a background with you all. And this background has built to this moment. Brandy has bested Bash's Patreon and Hydreigon and also Heron's Porygon Z. Heron is down to his last Pokemon, a mighty Garchomp. It's blue-winged, winged, finned. Does it swim, does it fly? It does both. It swims through the air and the ground. Garchomp has descended beneath the pub. It has dug down deep into the cellar and has found rocks, sand, and any other kind of weapon it could possibly find to defeat you with brandy. It jumps up through the wood splintery floor and lands on a table. Garchomp. Heron, his glasses destroyed, his blue hair frazzled, his eyes enraged, screams at the Garchomp. Garchomp, destroy that girl and her pathetic team. 
from the next room very clearly. <laughs> from the bathroom. Heron is very aware of the microphone levels and is being very considerate. Wait, I did need to have a wee. And I have just stood up for a second, but I am very much still in control of my garchomp. Just shake it. Garchomp! Use Earthquake! The visual theatre here was really something else. It's been a while since we've done an IRL record, and I didn't expect... <laughs> Um, method acting to be employed. Heron is shaking his little Heron. Gartron is shaking the ground. <laughs> his little Cramoran. <laughs> Cramoran! okay, you're back from your dig. Garchomp! Garchomp! What did you find? What did you find down there, Garchomp? Wash your hands, Garchomp! Oh, yeah, sorry, hang on. Put your hands straight into the pub nuts. Wait 20 seconds, hang on. Sing happy, happy, some Florida. Make sure you get your wrists, Garchomp. This is how the rest of us do Pokemon voices. You say what we want to put the name at the end. <laughs> Garchomp. Okay, I'm all clean. I'm all clean. Garchomp, what did you find? Lots of Cramorants. Uh, I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. Okay. Well, let's ignore that, and I want you to use Earthquake and destroy that pathetic excuse for a trainer. Go. Heron's voice has gotten a lot deeper. I, uh, I, um, wait, has it? Has it? Is, is Heron that gruff in real I life? I don't care what you think. <laughs> Actually, Are you doing a voice? Brandy? Are you doing a voice? Is this your new Pokemon trainer voice? This is my epic, I'm down to my last Pokemon voice. I have a line and I have a voice. And that voice is to beat you, Brandy. You're not even looking at me. You don't right. even have the courtesy. What are you looking at, Brandy? Just looking at What's so interesting in the left-hand corner of wherever you're looking that you can't look at me, your rival? What can you see down there? Ever since Garchomp mentioned lots of little Cramorants, I was like, well, I want to look down there. Why, why Cramorants in the ground? Okay, what do you see? You're the one looking. <laughs> oh, you, you've made, well, no, Garchomp's made this hole, but now you have to lie in it. <laughs> I refuse to lie in any hole that you've made. Quick, Drapion, avoid it and use Sword Stance. I just want to clarify, when you say avoid it, do you mean Drapion do a little jump? Yeah. Okay. But like a hover jump. A hover <laughs> jump, exactly. So, Garchomp is coming at you, Drapion, with an earthquake. A super effective earthquake. And I have rolled a four. Oh. Plus a six. Oh. Plus a two. That's huge. Oh. So it's, okay. it's a twelve. Okay. Sloking is smiling. Not only does Drapion manage to jump over the earthquake, Brandy manages to jump over the earthquake. I well, think... Let's just clarify how this earthquake looks, because I think it looks like a tidal wave of Cramorants. That's okay. how I'm imagining. Yeah, that's how I'm seeing Garchomp it. Garchomp jumps down into the cellar, and from beneath, Garchomp disappears for a second, and then there's this rumble. Join me, join me, David. And they they explode like a geyser. Geyser? Geyser. A geyser. This is a geyser. This is a geyser about going, oh, mate, you see those crabberans? Baron leans in. Yes, I did, geyser. What a sight this battle has been. Cramorants lift out of the floor. An expulsion of Cramorants, which is still technically an earthquake. How does Drapion dodge? Drapion, with their, I mean, their new found body, I think, I think Gary is really enjoying what, what, the... Which bit is he, is he enjoying the most? The then? arms? Yeah, they're like sort of slinky arms, aren't they? They're slinky? Sort of, yeah, you know, like they can, like springy. Don't push Gary down the stairs. Like springy, right? They could just... Oh, like, like a literal oh, slinky, slinky, not as in like slinky. <laughs> it's a little bit flirty and weird. <laughs> a bit shimmy. <laughs> a little Gary shimmy. Ooh. 
I think perhaps on a much sexier Drapion they would be slinky, but Are not you on. Gary's not sexy. I'm saying that Gary doesn't really understand the idea of that. that I think sorry. we roll for Gary's sexiness. I think we do roll for Gary's sexiness. All right, what am I rolling? Flat two d six. He rolled a one and a two. Oh <laughs> no! Ugly butters, butters, <laughs> Drapion. <laughs> like I think Gary smiles and has got no teeth from chewing on rocks all the time. <laughs> Gary, springy arms, spring straight up to a little. I'm imagining a chandelier, not chandelier, but you know, how in a medieval pub, there's like a thing holding chandelier. candles. A chandelier. <laughs> yes, there's a chandelier up there. Grabs it and springs up and like almost hugs the ceiling. Ugly, mm. and the cramorant pass by. And in that time, Drapion uses the chandelier to sharpen his claws. <laughs> Getting ready to launch an attack. Brandy hides behind a table, just in time. Brandy catches a cramorant by the throat. Th throws out the window. <laughs> this is so stupid! <laughs> this is a stupid visual image! <laughs> and whoever conjured it is an idiot! <laughs> this is really ruining the epicness of my battle. I thought this was going to be a serious fight with a guard shop, and he's brought in a support Pokemon as a cramorant. A cramorant wave. <gasps> well, Heron, that was a bit disappointing, wasn't it? I could almost say you've gotten worse since you've joined the Pokemon League. You haven't seen anything yet. I have plenty of tricks up my sleeve. Oh, really? Is one of them your Hoot Hoot? Because that had a much better record against this thing. <laughs> Geezer and the Baron are literally just like passing popcorn to each other. What does Drapion do? What is this? Because this 12 was an attack, right? No, it was a sword dance. Oh, it was a it was a create advantage. So I was using plus speed. What did you take, Tom? What bus like boost did you? Yeah, what boost? Took them all. Took all the boosts. All of them. Yeah, every single one. Wow, that is a good source dance. No, I'm going to take plus one to my next damage roll. That's what I've done, Heron. What have you done? Oh, nothing. That's what you've done. My voice is slightly higher. I was doing a deeper voice then. We're just trying to compensate for the cramorants, Brandy. It's fine. I think because Drapion remembers that Garchomp crushed the rock when Gary was oh, just yes. but a mere Skaroopy was playing with. Drapion is now going to show Garchomp the true fury of rocks and is going to <laughs> launch all of the scattered cramorants like rocks in a rock slide against Garchomp. Okay. And Garchomp is going to respond in kind by rushing up towards Gary on that wall with a dragon rush. But when I say it's a dragon rush, it's actually a cramorant rush. <laughs> it's going to use all the cramorants on the floor to rush at Drapion. I can't wait for this metaphor to stop being extended. Okay, so how is this cramorant showdown going to go down? Let's let's roll, Brandy. Drapion rolled a three and a three, but then gets a plus two for Rock Slide's physical, I'm guessing? Yeah, yeah, fizz fizz. And plus one. It's a nine, but hey, there we go. That means that we're going to do damage to each other. Yeah. As, as, is, as is right, these Cramorants mm. are coming at each other. I was going to say, what is a true Cramorant bloodbath? The irony is none of the Cramorants will take damage by our system. Exactly. <laughs> we'll all be completely unharmed. <laughs> all the Cramorants are fine. Um, okay, so let's do Garchomp first. Garchomp's damage, so stage three, so no plus there. So three, Dragon Rush is not super effective. So we are just doing three plus a D4 for Garchomp. Let's give it a roll. It's a three. It's a three. So it's nice. six damage. To Six damage. Drapion. Do you have Drapion sheet? I do. I'm doing three as well. Whoa! So I rolled a four on the D4. Mm. Oh. So it's a seven to Garchomp. Plus one. It's an eight. Oh my goodness. Plus oh. one to the damage. So I got a five on a D4. That's how good I am, Heron. I rolled a five out of a possible <laughs> four. <laughs> you, are, you are nothing. 
You are absolutely nothing. You mean nothing in my life. You mean nothing in my story. I am the champion. I am the best trainer in this region, and I will destroy you. Garchomp, finish her off! Isn't rock not very effective against ground? It is. It's, it is resisted by ground. Thank you, Ali, with that incredible Pokemon knowledge. So it's down to a seven. Heron has just said what I said to you, and these two Cramorant waves are crashing into each other. Tom, I can reveal that Garchomp's harm capacity is... Seven. <gasps> oh my goodness, but I can reveal to you, Stu, that yes. Drapion's harm capacity is six. <gasps> so they both, they both are going go down, down oh. at this, on this moment. So, the Cramorant Rock Slide versus the Cramorant Dragonfly. There are just feathers everywhere. It's like a smoke screen of feathers. No one can see. There are feathers in Brandy's mouth as the feathers settle. You see Drapion and Garchomp standing super still, facing each other. Drapion extends a slinky hand. Garchomp extends a fin. And they shake hands before both fainting to the ground on a bed of beautiful feathers. And they both look like they're sleeping. It's actually really cute. It's not over. It, it can't be over. I am. Um, I. I have a. Uh, Bash, do you have anything? P- please. I, I, I. I've only got two. I we can't all lose. Got two. I can't lose this. Please help me. I'm sorry. We've... Time's ticking, Heron. We need to go. We need to find Margot. Oh, don't run away now, Heron. Just as it was getting good, I'm confused. I thought that when you left the tree, you would get better at Pokemon battling. But as I said earlier, it feels like you've got worse. And I have, in fact, gotten much stronger at Pokemon battling. So perhaps if you were the most powerful trainer in the region, perhaps I am now the most powerful Pokemon trainer in the region. And as such, I suppose you need to listen to me. And so I'm telling you both right now, Ditch the Pokemon League. You're better than that. You're better than them. Their plans are not right, and I feel like you both know it. If it has has to take me beating you both into submission when you have the advantage of two-on-one, then so be it. But I think I've proven my point. Am I right, Heron? Roll. 2d6 plus tough. Tough. Oh, okay, I like tough. Brandy is plus two, so I've rolled a four and a four. Plus a two. So that is a Shablam. ten. Oh, my goodness me. Stop it, Brandon. I really, really, really whiffed the uh, sexy roll, and I'm really <laughs> glad for that. So, so you were saying ditch the league, right? Yeah. Brandy, your words hit Heron and Bash like an Adorient Express, and Heron sinks to his knees, his hair ruined, his glasses smashed, his pristine Capricorp-sponsored suit torn and broken. Bash, similarly, looking beaten. And there are tears forming in Heron's eyes. <laughs> but, but I can't lose. I, I don't lose. I need to be with the, with the strongest, the strongest people to give me the best possible opportunities. But as he's wavering, the silver extreme balls that are on both Bash's and Heron's belts start to quiver. As if receiving unseen directions, unseen radio waves from some central location, 
deep within Formia. Garchomp and Hydragon both fainted, but their eyes opened, laying wherever they are on the battlefield, and their eyes glowing deep azure blue. Hydragon and Garchomp are not in control of their faculties, far from it. They are being remotely controlled by the extreme balls of Capacorp. And even in the broken state that they are, they drag their bodies up from the floor and extend horribly injured wings and leave, taking flight or diving into the ground and swimming away as Garchomp's wanted to do. Out of the room, out of the pub, out of Comover Town, and out of Bash and Heron's lives. I think you hear from the balls themselves. You know how when you put a Pokemon back to the professor, whatever, it mm. kind of turns into data oh, yeah. itself. Oh, we okay, we hear a message. Yeah, right. exactly. Pokemon recall. Pokemon emergency. Recall. Your Pokemon. Remember, you did sign this document when you used the Extreme Ball. What? They can't. They can't just. They can't do this. Bash, what? What just happened? Hydragon, I, I caught that myself in the stadium. You saw, you saw it. It's we all saw it. We need to. Talk, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call Kappa. I'm going to call Kappa. Hang on. Go for Kappa. Kappa, it's it's Heron. Aha, Heron. Good to hear from you. How are you? Hello. Yes, yes. Your favourite trainer. Your sponsor wow. trainer, a uh, bit of an issue. Uh, Bash and and I are in Comover Town on the the league business with the uh, with with Kenny and and everything. Ah yes, of course. Yeah, how's it going? Well, not great, not great. Kappa, don't know where no, don't know where Margot is, and also m- bigger problem mm. is uh, our Pokemon just left. <laughs> my oh. uh, my Garchomp and uh, and Bash's Hydreigon, our mm. aces. They have they've just left. They've gone, and we got a message on our extreme balls saying they've been repossessed. Oh yeah. Well, the th- see, the thing is, obviously, you know, Margot was she was she was the one holding up this uh, this uh, she she was leading this exposition to uh, to you know recruit public enemy number one, if you will, <laughs> or is he hero? Who knows? And um, I got a I, I got a text. Well, Tyler, he got a text yeah, from got, Margot I saying, text. "I'm on the call as well. I'm just." Not talking. Oh, hi Tyler. Yeah, yeah. yeah Tyler got, got a text. text. He's got he's text. here. We're we're, we're in Wait, the business room. Were you were you already on a call? Have I interrupted? Uh, no, we were. We were just having a little a little tete a tete about what? Actually, it's nothing to do with you anymore. Because the thing is, we got a we got a message from Margot uh, saying she's on her way back. The mission failed, uh, and we what? thought these are our our prize Pokemon. We can't have them in the hands of people who can't succeed. So we thought you... we'd bring them back to people who can. Dramoxis is going to look after them. They're the dragon trainer. You know, they're the one. They're going to be leading the dragon charge from here on out. Thing is, Heron, if you lose, you don't get to keep the good Pokemon. And you're lost. And we need them to be in the hands of actual good trainers. So we had a, we had a little notification. As soon as, as soon as they faint, as soon as you lose, that's it. You understand? It was in it was in the fine print. It was you read surely you read the terms and conditions. No one ever signs anything without reading those thoroughly. But I'm I'm going to be the next champion. I'm <laughs> Oh sorry no, nah, sorry. I I don't usually laugh. It's just like obviously we told you that, yeah, because you know, maybe you could have been. I mean, but we had to kinda of up it for for the press, you know. We never really you never really thought you'd be the champion, right? I mean you only had two Pokemon. He gave away a hoot hoot straight away. I mean, that hoot hoot, those IVs were insane. You even told me yourself. Who who has the hoot hoot? Margaret put the hoot hoot in her team. Yeah. Dude, she she took it. Yeah. It's now a race. 
She actually, she, that was the, the second part of her text was, P.S. got rid of the decidui, added a hoot hoot. That's the thing, all right? You're just, you're kind of like Gary Smoke in a way. You were useful for publicity, to make people feel better, but as soon as you lose, as soon as you're not strong and the strong Pokemon let you down, then we got to move on. Formia doesn't have time to celebrate fake champions. What do I, what do I, so what do I do now? What do I... You don't have any use to us anymore. Find somewhere you can be useful, Heron. What is your dad, a flute maker? Maybe make a flute or something. And the call disconnects. Um, Bash? I, uh, Did you hear that? I, it was, I, yes, I heard every word you left on speaker, Heron. Yes, of course. Well, I, I tend to assume that everyone wants to hear my calls. because That's because you have terrible short-range hearing, but that's... And sight. My senses are shut. <laughs> Shinks. I also can't touch. <laughs> oh, I've had, I've had a needle in my hand this whole time. <laughs> but um, I think we've only really got one choice. How, can, how could they do this, Bash? How could they do this? How could they do this, he asked. Baron, can you get this? Can you believe this guy asking me? How can they do this? I, I mean, it's pretty obvious they were on the wrong side the whole time. Right? I mean, come on. Whose side are you on, Baron? I'm on the side of the Cramorants, and quite frankly, they're all dead. <laughs> I was going to harvest... Harvest? That's the wrong word. I mean, harvest raise. <laughs> my goodness. I'm sorry, what? I was going to raise those... For no, no, you were going to harvest them. I, I was going to harvest them. Uh, the truth is out. <laughs> That's why you buried them. That's why you put them in the ground. You hope they grow I'm, more cramorants. Baron, you've got no idea about how Pokemon work. I am a terrible person, and I know about other terrible people, and the Pokemon League were clearly terrible. Now, the Baron said it in a weird way, but I will... <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I will admit, I'm not an orator. I like this young lady. I shall let you have the floor. Well, Herod... I can believe it, because I told you this exact thing would happen. The Pokemon League operate on a different level, a level where they don't care about people or anything. They only care about themselves. They may have a plan. They may have this crazy extreme ball plan. But guess what? They're going to lose. They're going to lose because the way to beat Frey isn't that way, is it? The woman has the power of a thousand Pokemon, more Pokemon than the League could ever hope to have. We did what they asked. We followed their structures. Heron, this might be new for you, but some of us are used to being ignored by systems of power. Why should we trust you? What's your plan? As I said earlier, we don't have a plan yet, but we will have a plan. And I'm not asking you to trust me. I'm asking you to trust yourself and trust the fact that you have the power to stand up for something, stand up for the region, and put something on the line, Heron. What were you even gaining by using these dragons that were never really yours because they're powerful brandy and i w i wanted to be powerful i wanted to have the power the fame the adoration the respect i've been handed everything on a silver platter my entire life the flute fortune is was monstrous but money doesn't get you respect and to get respect you have to have power so yes, I accepted the gifts of those more powerful than me to use for my own ends. But don't we all? Now you don't have power and you don't have my respect. You and your sister can do what you want. Just don't get in our way. Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> Ali, I'm hacking in. We're going to locate David and Stu by the end of this midsection, but for now it's just you and me, buddy. The only way to locate Stu and David is to... 
solve this midsection. Oh no, our greatest nemesis. Improv. Okay, let's welcome to the midsection. <laughs> see, see that? I was scared of improv, so I, I skipped you, over you, it. To... Nice, I like it, nice. I like it. Nice. Hello, listeners. We are still trying to locate Stu and David because they've been lost since 10 seconds ago when you've been listening to the episode. They've just, they just, they just... The, they just disappeared. I don't know what happened to them. They both went for simultaneous toilet breaks. They did. last exactly the length of this midsection. So it's just your old pal, Ali Hill and Tom Dale doing this midsection. Let's talk about a champion tier patron. Pokeball girl, girl. This Beautiful. midsection comes from Mark Smith. Mark, thank you so much for your patronage. And thus, we give you the rewards Mark's midsection starts with, I've been enjoying the podcast. I think this book could help you take it to the next level. Mark has then linked us to a book called Good to Great, Why Some Companies Make the Leap and Others Don't. <laughs> I really enjoy that energy and I, I love that energy. Uh, and Mark's midsection idea is, is a shared myth of the region. Humans die. Normally, if they have Pokemon, a family member will adopt them. But what if they die alone? Or a Pokeball is somehow lost? What happens to Pokemon in their ball? Do they just stay in permanent purgatory? The folklore of the region is that a person called Gratis finds all of these lost and abandoned Pokeballs to reunite the lost Pokemon with their late trainers. Feel free to keep Gratis a myth or introduce them as a character and add whatever physical features you would like. Although, it's not like you need my permission. I'm sure by the end of the midsection, Gratis will be an opera singing con artist. Wait, that might be a better <laughs> idea. Well, Mark, you might be right. Gratis as a opera singing con artist. But no, let's stick with Gratis, the, uh, well, the myth. The, the myth. myth. Is that spelt G-R-A-T-I-S? Correct. Does that have meaning to you, Ali, the spelling? I, I feel like it means free. Gratis. In Latin? Maybe Ali showing his showing his high level of education here. This is unreal. Well. He's, if he's got a Latin word up his sleeve, gratis meaning it means free. It means without charge. This is quite an interesting general law about Pokemon of just like what does happen to Pokeballs, the Pokemon of trainers who perhaps perish on the on the journey to become Pokemon champion, and the Pokeballs are just are just left there. How does gratis move one Pokemon from the deceased trainer to another? What if gratis in the legend, because obviously Pokemon are usually maintained on a Pokemon belt. You know, the balls sit on a belt, don't they? So yep. what if gratis is a giant snake belt? So just a giant belt that sort of <laughs> moves around and helps with these Pokeballs and sort of attaches them to its belt body before dropping them off. How does that sit with you, Ali? Does that sit well with you? So, so hang on. Gratis is this serpentine figure that is also a Pokemon belt. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're suggesting? Yeah, I'm okay. suggesting that Gratis is not really a person, but a belt, a living belt. And this is a massive godlike belt. When, when a Pokemon's lost, they just attach it to them, to themselves, because they are a Pokemon belt. No one knows what this is. This is this is like our missing node. This is just like what happened. I, I don't know who created this. Some very tired father trying to get their kid to sleep and then accidentally terrified their kid beyond belief with these thoughts of a giant serpentine belt that goes around collecting the Pokemon of the dead. And <laughs> God, I'm into it. It is so scary. I'm into it. And I also think, what if there is someone in Formia who is using this myth 
to their advantage. So we don't know whether Gratis is real or not. No, but we do have previous for making legends real mm. with Panda Claws. Mm. Who do we know who is, is very long? Ruben. Ruin the gym leader. <laughs> Correct. The dark type gym leader is very long and perhaps known as a dark type trainer for stealing Pokemon. And perhaps when they're caught in the act of stealing the Pokemon of the dead and perhaps selling them on, they pretend to be gratis and they perhaps con people into thinking that they are the myth themselves because of their long body. Ruin is using this myth as a cover to steal Pokemon, sell them on. But I think the real gratis... The myth may be getting annoyed by this. Ruining their good name. And, and also the fact that they're called gratis and Ruben's charging it for profit? Oh my goodness. Oh hey, my wait, God. hold on. So now I'm thinking that gratis and Ruin are now natural enemies. They are two sides of the same no. coin. But gratis cannot act in the real world in the way that Ruin can. And that is what's difficult for gratis to try and fight back against mm. its name being used. So do you know what I think gratis has done? I think gratis has given a character another chance at life to work as their paladin in the region. And that paladin used to be a con artist in their other life and used to be an opera singer in their previous life before they got <laughs> caught and there was a bloody, bloody death that took place. But Gratis brought them back to life simply on the verge that they would protect their sweet name, their name of freedom from Ruin's destruction. Ali, I'm going to give you the opportunity to name that opera singing con artist who's been brought back from the dead by the living belt snake creature who may or may not exist. Pav Duwati. <laughs> Pav Duwati, the paladin of Gratis, now back from the dead to single-handedly try and defeat Ruin and stop Ruin from using Gratis's name to make a profit and sell the Pokemon of the dead for their own gain. There we go. Mark, thank you for sending gratis in and for giving us such a terrifying image of this giant snake pokemon belt mark also goes by thim scram on the the discord oh. so thim scram this is all you this is your doing so if anyone's freaked out by this this is not on us you cannot put this on us but if you would like to create a nightmare for the <laughs> region of formia then do email us on criticalditto at gmail.com if you'd like to like mark skip the queue you can join our patreon at patreon.com forward slash critical ditto and become a champion tier member. What's that? I'm, Tom, I'm, I'm getting a reading. Are, are you getting this reading with me? <laughs> Mine says, you, you can't be in the IT lab past 6pm. You need to leave now. We're sending in the school police. Oh no! Our greatest challenge! The school police! Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> It's a lot of cramorants. Kenny, fade up on your bedroom. And you have just emerged from Dora's Mind Palace, a space in which you had quite the experience and learned a little bit more about the power lurking within your own brain, your own psyche, your own body that's part of you. It took a form, the form of a lunar pink Pokemon, a Cresselia. And along with Tuki and Pete, spoke to you, Kenny, about its dreams, desires and wishes to give everyone the kind of life that they deserve. The kind of beautiful landscape, a painting with which they conceal themselves and live happily forever. A mind palace, 
a power, Kenny, which belongs to you and only you, a revelation to us all. You left Chrysalia on uneasy terms, a truce declared, a power shared. But here we find you returning to the corporeal world, the flickery state of Kenny Mullet returning to an opaque and tangible one. And Kenny, your vision returns to see Dora lying inert in her bed, just as you'd left her, having denied the opportunity to bring her back along with you. And as you and Bowtie, the Decidui, find yourselves breathing air once again, you hear a knock at the door. Hello? Kenny? You in there? Yeah, I'm here. It's me and your mum. You're here, aren't you? Nora, that was your name, wasn't it? Was it? Many years of marriage and still here we are. Well, I just call you Flower, don't I? <laughs> You've gotten away with a lot and I've learned a lot in the last five minutes. And God, it's making me question you, many things. You, Nora, you look as beautiful as the day I met you. Like a blooming cramorant you are. I'm so bored of cramorants, my love. <laughs> it's all was the day you met me. Can you remember that? Uh, yes, of course. It was... Go on. 1974. 19? What the... What are these years... I don't know. Let's not put dates on this. Let's ignore No, I'd, I'd quite like us to put a date on it, but maybe the right one. But that's not really the focus right now. So let's... <laughs> All right, Laura. <laughs> Listen, Kenny. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Your, your mum and I, we're, uh, we're, we know that you might, you know, want some space and all that, but we're also aware that you're in Dora's room and we can't help just wonder what you're doing in there. Um, I, I, I came in to see how she was. Right. See if, I, I don't know, I could... We could do anything. Can you? I'm sorry, Kenny, I shouldn't have asked that. I just really miss her. <laughs> I couldn't even say goodbye. What do you mean? I'm sorry, I need to, I, I'm sorry. Oh, wait, Kenny, where are you going? Kenny. Oh, I need to, I came here with some friends and, um. Kenny, hold they on. Might need, they, might need, they might need to crash. Did you try? Is there, is there you, anything? You, you can't just not tell us anything and then ask favours of us. Kenny, you need to. What's wrong with her, Kenny? Please. I can't bring her back. I don't know if I'll ever be able to. I'm not sure exactly what happened. I think I'm to blame. I'm not consciously, but there's a lot that I'm not to blame for consciously, but I'm still the one, I guess, who has to take responsibility. And I've taken on responsibility more than I can currently handle. I don't know if I'll ever be able to bring her back. What do you do, Kenny? Do you stick around? I, th I think he's going to try and find Brandon Theo. Okay. Your dad doesn't say anything, Kenny. His face just drops, looks as if he's about to say something, stops himself, turns around and sits next to Dora and holds her hand, not looking at you. Nora, your mum. I'll always believe in you, Kenny, but you have to understand you make it very hard sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's ironic, really. I am such a wonderful empath, and yet I can never properly explain myself. With that, Kenny grabs the letter uh -huh. that he wrote to Dora at the side of her bed, crunches it into a ball, throws it into the bin and leaves.
He runs down the stairs. Oh, hey there, Kenny. I've just got a st- Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's a, <laughs> he's a wild one, that one. The jets will catch up eventually, I promise. I just Ooh, need to find my friends. Hold you to that beer. Okay. Where's everyone gathered? Kenny, what is the, the big meeting spot in Comover Town? Where is everybody congregated? All the relevant characters. There's a sort of village square. Right. Where on like weekends there's a market and there's maybe there's something right in the middle of the square. It's it's a small patch of dead earth that nothing will grow on. There to remind the farming town of Comover of what can happen. We plant too many cramorants. <laughs> I was just about to say, if cra- the cramorant blight can always affect us, no matter where we come from. <laughs> so we're all we've all met. There's there are a lot of benches around cramorant patch, and it's in the middle of the town square. So maybe Kenny is not there yet. Yeah, the pub is right outside. Yeah, yeah, pub's nearby. The what would Kenny do's have come down from the upstairs of the pub where they were sheltering during the great battle between Heron Bash and Brandy, and have reset up their little plinth, their stage with the decorating crude banners of Kenny Fest in the square. And they are stood around awkwardly waiting, hoping to catch a glimpse of their saviour, Kenny, before the Sifloetzels leave Comover Town. They've cottoned on from the presence of Theo and Brandy that Kenny probably is here somewhere, so they're just sort of waiting. Elsewhere in the square, Aster is pacing frantically, looking through a poor iPhone, desperately searching for any clues in old emails or messages about anything to do with Professor Honey. David, are Heron and Bash there? I think Heron and Bash are probably knocking around. Like, where else are they going to go? They're on their own. They've lost their Pokemon. They've got nowhere to go. So they are also stood awkwardly. Heron kicking a bit of the blighted patch. Who else is there? Anyone else there? I suppose Brandy and Theo. Theo, have you spoken to Brandy since she came out of the pub? I think Theo has returned to the square, found Brandy there, and very curtly, just uh, sort of commander to commander rather than friend to friend, has said, Margot's dealt with, don't worry about her, and Kenny's safe. Nice. Um... And Theo's already turned away. Oh, Brandy, you have a few Pokemon out. I think my Pokemon, even though they're fainted, are like, awake. They're in that technically unusable, but also conscious state. So Mm -hmm. Wimpy the Lopany is holding on to a bit of fence post that surrounds the blighted patch, breathing heavily. Hello. Hello. Snorleone is also sat down, smoking a cigar, trying to get his breath back. Ali, if you wouldn't mind. Man. Man. Gary, the Dropion, also. He's found another rock. So trying to just, find a rock, yeah. but... His gums, he's beaten and his gums are break, broken, so it's can't a, even It's get a very unsexy sight. And Flower the Meltan is also there. Release them all. Get them all out. What's Flower doing? The one unused Pokemon. Flower's identifying the barren patch of land. Hello, this is my patch of land. It's next <laughs> oh, to the No, square. what have I done? It's my, the barren's land. Uh, this that, is the that. tunnel no. that leads to the Cramran harvest. Stop, stop, abort the scene. My name's actually spelled B-A-R-R-E-N. It's a very clever wordplay. Lovely moment there. (laughs) Lovely bit of horticultural humour for everybody involved. Why this man became a farmer, I will never know now. (laughs) But uh, after Theo gives the snappy report, Brandy gets this sort of seething rage that just sort of comes out as she just turns to Wimpy. Lab. Lab. What do you call that? 
Uh, just no. barely got through that. Barely. No. Opening. Thank goodness for Gary over there. Otherwise, we'd have been toast. <laughs> and you, Snorleone, you're meant to be an absolute kingpin. Munch? Nothing could barely do a thing. We need to sort it out. We need to work harder. We need to be stronger because they're not going to be easy. We need to, as a group, evolve. Flower. Flower, what are you... Stop. Stop walking off. Stop wandering off. This is serious, all right? Like, I know you don't have much experience. I know you've not been around, but that's not an excuse at this point now. Flower looks at you, Randy, and hears orders, commands, and for a second, Flower's head flashes back to Train Chief Arnod and the furnace and the, the, the manacles and the chains that Flower once felt. Are you having a flashback? And... Stop having a flashback. This is not the time for a flashback. Flower decides to push you, Brandy, and what? starts walking away. Melton. I'm a free Melton. Melton, Melton. And wants to see what you'll do. Brandy says to Lopany, Wimpy, I've... grab Melton and bring him back. Bring him back. They can't be wandering off like that. Grab him. Lopany. Wimpy. Stop hesitating. I've given you an order. Get flower now. Let's roll. Six plus five. Eleven. Okay. So Wimpy just does it, Tom. Can you describe? I would prefer if Wimpy doesn't do it. And instead, Wimpy just is not sure what to do. Uh And instead, Snorleone like pushes past Lopany and pushes Lopany to the ground. And Snorleone then picks up Meltan and drags them back. Lopany! Lopany! Ali, if you would. Let's fall in line, folks. You know what, Flower? You need to start thinking about what you've done. Return. And Meltan goes back. The rest of us. And Brandy looks directly at Lopany. We're going to do some more training in the forest now. I'll be there in a sec. Lopany. Forest now. And Wimpy nods and takes the other three off to the forest. Kenny, how do you arrive in the town square? Don't say on a cramorant. Absolutely not. I don't think he expects much, so he just arrives pretty casually. I think he's he's a bit shocked to see the what will Kenny do's there, considering that when he first sort of saw them, he didn't feel like he was worthy of their ad- adoration. Now, sort of even less so. Uh, uh, hey, hey, Rodri, <clears throat> Blob, Varb, everyone, look, he's here. Oh no, <clears throat> he's here. Kenny, it's me, Luan. Kenny! Kenny! Hello. Hello, everyone. Hi, Kenny. Kenny, You're here. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. It's good to see you again. Um, How are you all? Uh, Kenny, Kenny, please. We've set up a a microphone uh, on on the stage. We've had a couple of live music acts. The Baron was on there for for a long time. But really, it's been reserved for you, Kenny. To, to say a few words, please, please, Kenny. Yeah, we've got loads of people, loads more people. As soon as we start telling them about you, they're like, yeah, there's a di- there's a different form here. There's a different way to do it. And we, we're all we're all with you. So we've got you loads more people. just got to follow people. the next right thing. It, 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 there's loads of people who'd be into it, Kenny. You've got please to just get Please stop doing that. What? Right? Please. I don't know if you saw 
I am been led to believe that events in the prison were broadcast, but I don't subscribe to the next right thing anymore. Okay, well, how are we supposed to <clears throat> do what you would do? Fine, that's fine, that's fine. We'll just, we'll just, we'll, you know, what, what, yeah, what, what would you, what would you do? Yes, what do you believe now? Yeah, what, what do we do? What do we do? With the, what yeah, we can do? So, with guys, the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you should do. I don't know what I should do next. Act with love. That's what I said in my big speech to the whole of the country, accidentally. I'm going to act with love. But did I? Have I? Really? I am suffering this huge, huge self-doubt right now. And the last thing that I need is people asking me what they should do. You are all individual people with desires and dreams. And I, th I thought I was helping but I had so much more to learn than when I was helping you because I, I have learned that doing the right thing in inverted commas, who am I to decide what's right and wrong? There is no right and wrong. You hear a voice in your head, Kenny. You know you could help them. These people are turning to you because they're suffering, Kenny. They're suffering in this world. Do you see what I mean? Do you not think that all these people would appreciate having their own personal space, their own personal paradise. Why else would they look to you? And the voice just fades back. So, um, are you, are you not going to give the speech or? No, no, I'm not going to give the speech. I need to go and talk to my, I want to say friends, but look at them at other ends of the barren patch. <laughs> So if Brandy moves a bit, Theo moves to compensate yeah. Yeah, so exactly. as far as possible. Okay, I know you're looking to be for guidance. I, I appreciate that, but I, I, I'm not a hero, despite every single person wanting me to be one. Ken, Kenny, you, you, you are a hero, mate. You, you got my mum out. You got me out. You, you, do, you do do the right thing. You always do. I, I try, Rodri. I guess that's all I could ask you to do, is just try to help. The Kenny do's look a little lost and begin to part, Kenny, allowing you through the throng and fervour of their excitement dissipates. Flav slowly takes down the sign. The Baron's like, oh, I, I could do another set. I, I got my acoustic guitar. I can do an acoustic set. Would you set. like to hear my Univan pie? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kenny, where do you where do you go as as the crowd in the square starts to melt away? Just as the Baron starts up with "I'm flying without wingles." <laughs> there is a ceremonial bench by the barren patch and Kenny goes to sit on it and is just going to wait for Brandy and Theo to join him. I feel like there's a quote on the bench. Wet paint. Meowth to meowth, butt to butt. <laughs> <laughs> a thematic quote. Great. <laughs> Kenny, you've, you've sat on the bench. Brandy, Theo, what do you do? Theo goes over to the bench, but is it's again, it's the game of, of attrition where it's a case of silently Theo and Brandy are deciding who gets to sit on the bench first by who moves slowly closer to it because they're not going to sit down at the same time. One speeds up, so the other speeds up until they both try and get there at the same time. Brady, didn't you have some training you said you were going to do? I do. I really need to. And I think, to be honest, both, I did want to bring this up. I think we should all be training a lot harder 
I really think we need to all be up in our game here and um, we can't really be taking these sort of breaks. I'm going to go into the into the forest of train. Feel free to join. But I just wanted to say that this is going to work. I've got faith. I'm feeling all right. All right. So sit down, guys. If this is how it, we're going to be as a trio, why are we even still going? Like, seriously, we're supposed to def defeat Frey and save Formia. You two can't even look each other in the face. Have you even said anything to each other since we left the prison? Aside from, I suppose, facts? Or are you just going to bottle up and pretend like everything's fine? I don't think I'm bottling anything up, Kenny. I think it's all quite clear exactly how I feel. And it doesn't really matter, Kenny, if everything's fine or everything's not fine. All I know is that Formia is in huge amounts of danger. So you know what? I actually think my personal feelings can be put to one side. I found out what Pokemon I am. You know, the whole Poker-powered thing? What happened? Tell us everything. It's something called a Cressalia. Wow. Why wow? What's, what's, why is that And Bradley, hearing Theo say wow, Bradley goes, wow. Yeah, wow. Cressalia is one of the rarest and most powerful really Pokemon rare. there is. I, I mean, mean I, there's been no reports even of a Cressalia in Formia to my knowledge. So to even hear that somebody has the powers of a Cressalia, I mean, that's... Yeah, that's none of my sources of have said the same, so... <laughs> What happened? How did you how did you find this out? I went into Dora's mind palace. And guess what was trapping her in there? You know how she's comatose? Yeah, yeah. That's your boy Kenny. What was keeping her there? Cressalia. So what you You were keeping her in the coma. Cressalia was. Could you have not bargained with Cressalia? Is that what what was the situation? Was there a conversation about what that meant? Yeah, I'm with Theo on this one. I'm I'm not that hot on poker powers, but aren't aren't you you and your poker power sort of the same deal, so just snap her out of it. No, Brandy, we're not. And that's something I have learned, is that me and my poker powers can be separated. Cressalia said that they would release Dora from her comatose state if I defeated her in my mind palace, but that I would lose all my poker powers if I did that. What? Wow. And you have both made it abundantly clear that I am some sort of hero, messiah, chosen one rubbish. So I didn't do it. I still have my poker powers. And yeah, I have to live with that. I have to add it on to the, all the list of all the other things that people hate me for. And the way my parents just looked at me, I don't know if they truly understand. I certainly don't think they forgive, but I have a greater purpose than just me and my family's squabbles. The fate of Formia is at stake and the fate of Poker Power People forever is at stake here. And I made the decision that I think was right and my God, I hope it ends well. Theo, you know about Cressalia, right? Can a Cressalia do all the things you've seen me do? Sure, I can go into mind palaces and I kind of understand that maybe they're related to that, but can a Cressalia also go back in time? Can a Cressalia also give strength to people when they can't? Can it emit dark pulses? Can it levitate? Can it see through people's eyes? I feel like there are still questions there. There's bits and pieces that I've read in church texts, but really not not that much that's been available at Cephalot Tower anyway. But I mean, you chose the world over Dora and I chose Dora over the world. I oh. Did I make the right decision choosing her over the tomes? Well, we wouldn't be here if you didn't. You're right. I think we've all realised that, yeah, 
we're going to have to make some sacrifices going forward. So I am sorry, Kenny, but you did make the right call and don't, don't doubt it. You know what? I hate to say this, but you're right. No, Theo, you're right. I've been so self-obsessed with thinking like, hey, maybe I can spend some time with my dad. Oh, when this is over, maybe me and my dad can go and meet Kenny and Theo. And maybe maybe me and my dad can do this. Maybe me and my dad could do that. But you know what? Actually, it doesn't. No, Brandy, don't say that. That's ridiculous because because it does matter. It absolutely matters that we save people like your dad. And also, you're really heavily underselling the fact that you wanted to be the Pokemon League champion and you gave all of that up to try and stop Frey. And I gave up everything to do with the tomes to try and stop Frey. What are we all, we've all given something up to stop this wild woman. Why are we all fighting about who gave up the most or the least for something? We, we're all on the same page, aren't we? Exactly. We are all on the same page. We're all putting Formia first before us. And that's got to be the thing that keeps us going here. Because I'm, I'm, I'm willing to give more. I feel so focused, more focused than I think I've ever been about anything in my entire life. And I'm, I'm ready to go. It sounds like, Theo, you're ready to go. But Kenny, to me, it sounds like you're get, having doubts here. And this whole thing relies on you, really. This poker power, this mysterious thing that you've got. Somehow, I, I just know that you're going to be the person that's going to be key to protecting Formia. I just told... Heron and Bash over there. Heron's probably listening with his little, I don't know, flute ear listening no, no, device. Completely the opposite. I terrible have, short-term I have hearing. Terrible, <laughs> terrible short-term Cannot hearing. Cannot hear a word. We've already established that as canon, for goodness sake. Got out an ear trumpet, but it's an ear flute. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Heron has a little ear flute. For sure, Aster, Heron and Bash, they're hovering awkwardly. Brandy's going to just be, finish off just by saying, like, because... As much as I hate the league, and I hate the Pokemon League right now, they've at least got a plan. They're going to use all these extreme bald Pokemon to try and defend Formia, which is a terrible plan, but at least it's something. I'm at the moment just living solely on the hope that you two and me as well are going to come up with something. It's funny you should mention that, Brandy. Because I'm pretty sure I just told you a plan. Um, I don't think you did. <laughs> no, listen, because if my polka powers can be defeated inside a mind palace, which would remove that polka power from that person, then that's what we've got to do to Frey. Frey, without her polka powers, can't control anyone. If I can get inside her mind palace, maybe bring both of you with me and we can defeat whatever twisted Pokemon is controlling her... That might be our in. It wouldn't be the first time you've brought us into a mind palace, so that makes sense. But what if her poke? I mean, and Brandy stops herself. It's like that's as good a plan as any. So, as I said, I I don't really get it. Poker powers and poker power people. I I thought I thought there was something that that were one in the same, but you're telling me now that they're different. My message. Throughout the entire time you've known me, Brandy, is I am not defined by my polka powers. When you think of Kenny Mullet, what's the first word that comes to mind? B bow tie. Irish. 
where was the word polka power in that? Where was weird twisted powers? Polka power. Sorry, I'm on an audio delay because you know. <laughs> My, my hearing flute, sorry. Okay, Heron, I you're sort of like I don't know if you're in the team right now. This is No, I, well if you if you if you don't mind, I, I actually had something briefly to say. If whatever you're doing going forward is going to be to the detriment of the league, I'd quite like to be involved. Because personally they've hurt my pride and I Well, I want revenge. I mean, I don't make any decisions without consulting Brandy and Theo. I would like my best friend to be with us, so I think that's a really strong, strong move. Thank you, Theo. Thank you, still, much appreciated. This guy, still, still. Really? It's been a while, but we really have a very similar energy, and <laughs> I can't, like, I can't fight it. You met like twice. <laughs> very potent. It was enough. <laughs> it was enough, Theo. I made you um, your own hearing flute as well. I've, I've been whittling it for a while. It's just... bespoke for your ear. Yeah. Oh, that's so creepy and yet so <laughs> charming and that really is the ultimate combo for me so thank you do you know the real twist it's a trombone how did i make the mold oh noodles Ooh! <laughs> did you make it when we were inside that ice in the freezer you know yeah, what heron oh, can well. totally come if this conversation stops oh. <laughs> bash pipes up listen i know i'm usually left out of conversations like this but if, if you don't mind i'd also quite like to come look i can't speak for these two but personally i think we need all the help we can get Agreed. Brandy? Yeah. But I'm telling you two right now, Heron and Bash, this ain't going to be a walk in the park. You're going to have to put something on the line. You're going to have to put yourselves on the line for this. We're not playing at the Pokemon League champion anymore. Brandy, I said that I was going to be the most powerful trainer in Formia. And I intend to finish that. Then prove it. Oh, and Aster's here. Oh, hi. Hello. I didn't yes. see you there. I'm also here. Yes. Oh. Uh, Aster and Heron, can you have a conversation? Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Bash, Aster and Heron are the same voice. If Gertie was here as well, we'd be <laughs> lost. Gertie and Adri from on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aster, yes, I'm here. I'm here also. Scientific Aster. W why are you... Well, how, why are you doing what? here? Uh, Theo? I ran into Aster earlier and... Um, well, no, I did track you down. Okay, well, okay, well, semantics, again, <laughs> really? very exciting really? for me. But um, this... Oh, oh I've forgotten about we're this. We're in public. We are you in public. You know, I've okay. been wondering why Theo's been sweating. It's, uh, it's that and also I'm allergic to cramorants. So uh, <laughs> Aster got in touch, ran into me, appeared, stalked me down, whatever you want to call it. Uh, she specifically wanted the fourth one there, specifically. I just let the record say that. But um, Honey is missing. Trying to find Andros, I believe. So... If we can add another target to our list of things to achieve in the next however long we've got. We can't add that to the list of things. We have a lot on the plate already. All right, I understand. I, I heard the rest of your conversation and I fully appreciate the logic of play here. Hang I, on, Aster. I think that you're not being quite logical yourself because if we are going after Frey, that means we're going after Andros. And if Honey is going after Andros, then we are going in the same direction as Honey. Well, if you'd let me finish, I would have gone there. But you did put it more succinctly than I. Therefore, congratulations. The barren patch starts to get damp. <laughs> a little bit of moisture just appears on the barren patch. Look, we can all sit here and talk about shared goals. We need to decide on where we go next. And I think personally, I think there's only one place we can go. There's only one thing, one thing that we hold over Frey. Something that we know that she doesn't about Slowking, about Poke Powers, about the King's Rock. We know who the O is, and we know that the O found the King's Rock. We need to go to the church. 
We need to go to the Conclave. We need to speak to the O. If you're in, then I'm in. I'm in. I'm up for interrogating the head of the church anyway. I've always had questions. Finally, she starts asking questions. Aaron nods. As long as, long as this takes me close to the League in some actuality and or gets me more powerful, then I'm in. Bash pipes in. I'm in as well. I think it only right if we're a team that Heron and I offer, offer you something. They may have taken our Pokemon, but the Pokemon League did let us keep our minivan. So I'm happy to gift it to you. The Bashmobile. And... The Bashmobile! <laughs> the Bashmobile! <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually the only one who's licensed to be able to drive because Heron failed his test 18 Terrible times. Eyesight. I didn't fail. Terrible I chose eyesight. not to take it. I didn't fail. You weren't allowed oh. to take it, Harry. I had a chauffeur. I had a chauffeur. I didn't need to do it. Well, unfortunately, the chauffeur that we did have was... Was you. Me. Was you, Bash. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, I'm the only one who's allowed to drive it, but we can at least... I think it'll fit all six of us. I think Kenny turns to Theo and just says, I assume you know where the conclave is? You know, I do. I was going to come up with a funny quip, but I actually felt like it just wasn't the right time in any way, shape or form. <laughs> We've had lots of quips. And I think, Kenny, Theo, I just want to make this crystal clear. Whatever happens, we put the sake of Formia first. Let's see it through. Been there, done that. Time of suffering once again. Deal. 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 No one asked you, Heron. No deal. <laughs> I want to ring the banker. Heron, <laughs> shut up! Why is Heron coming? <laughs> As the Sofloatsons and their new allies pile into the Bashmobile and drive out of Comover Town, leaving the square in a dust and barren patch, even more barren, the diluted ranks of the What Would Kenny Do's look at each other, side-eyeing, trying to decide what to do next, coming up with no answers. have it folks baneful bunker is complete we start the next arc in two weeks time thank you so much for listening to the first arc of season four our final season oh my god i'm getting tense i can't believe we're here this is unbelievable but very very exciting stuff bit of personal news I am recording this outro quite early earlier than we normally do because i am getting married well well done me but because I'm recording so early, it means that I may not be up to date with the current patron list. It may be slightly out of date. So I apologise if you've joined the patron since um, me doing this outro. But I will thank, firstly, all of you wonderful people for listening. Thank you so much. Please do rate, review the show wherever you can. Um, but I'd also like to thank individually our patrons. Thank you so much to Mr. Man, Anorak, Purple Turkey, Toffee Apple, Revel, Brandon Wood, Tommy Portillo, Aidan Clark and Mark Smith. Thank you very much. Our next batch of patrons, Brad Demon Dowker, Mike Cabbages, Dr. Rani, Jeremby's Mum, DeGeezy, Alex W, Crispy, Huxley Spicer, Beth Shivers and Jam. Thank you so much. 
Heather L. Snell, Betsy Lewin Lee, Darius Joukowsky, Polkadash 55, D.W. Hollins, Audrey Resendez, Ellie Lieberman, Jeremby, Carrie Morrison and Scott M. Thank you all brilliantly. Uh, thank you to Dr. Megaman PhD, Hi Killy, Keiko Pin Cosplay, Big Fat Nuke, Jonah Jackson, Trigula, Josh Anderson, Alchemage, Cesar Trevino, Force Majeure, and Ryan Mitchell. And finally, thank you to Crandon Creations, Eric Eikinger, Millamoy, Ginny Voss, and Alastair Collinson, aka the Game Master. And a big thank you this week to Brother Figgles, who did the previously. Thank you very much, Brother Figgles. I would also like to thank Michael Sands, the creator of Monster of the Week, which is the base game for Pocket Monster of the Week, which we have created. Uh, I'd also like to thank Braxton Burks, the Materia Collective, and Glitch X City for their brilliant music, and also Epidemic Sounds for the incidental music as well. I'd also like to thank a couple of people, uh, Satoshi Tajiri and Jinichi Masada for creating a little thing I like to call Pokemon. So thank you. This is a fan-made not-for-profit podcast, so we're not associated with Game Freak or them, but we do appreciate them. Finally, I would love to thank David Allen Stew for playing this game. But remember, folks, go catch them all. And by all, I mean your dreams. Jets will catch up eventually, I promise. I just need to find my friends. Okay. Note to editor, do not cut the jets. (laughs) (laughs) If the episode is in only the jets, (laughs) just that that repeated for an hour and ten minutes. One of those YouTube videos is critical disso, but it's only the jets for an hour and fifteen minutes. (laughs)